Welcome to Case of the Eggs podcast, breakup advice for the brokenhearted and the heartless. My name is V. Yo, bitch, call me Big Daddy. And this is Matt, guys. Still straight out of the ATL. How you doing, girl? How you doing? I'm sleepy. <laughs> You're sleepy? Yeah. No, I said I'm sleepy. You're sleepy. There's a mm-hmm. difference between sleepy and sleepy. Mm-hmm. What's that? I'm intrigued. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something my mom always says to me. She's been saying it to me since I was little. Oh. She's like, you sleepy, sleepy. You're sleepy, sleepy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to lay down. She's single yet? No, girl. Oh, damn. <laughs> Anyways, not sleepy, but it's like super quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, and like really still. And, it, and I don't think it helps that I like deep cleaned my room. So like I feel really empty. <laughs> I got rid of a lot of random cluttery stuff. So like, I feel like um, everything is too loud. You know, is that weird? No. You got any plans this weekend? Absolutely none. My weekend ends today. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have to work tomorrow, so. And there's a bunch of work I probably should be doing today that I'll probably get on at some point. Huh. Um, so that I'm not up all night during the week. I have a trip I have to get ready for. Yay! Um, I'm not the best at pre-planning outfits. This will be like the most I'm around people since like 2019. So like, you want to look put together? Um, not even that. I just don't want to do it. (laughs) I have to put like real clothes on, and like I don't even know if I can fit my real clothes still. So, um, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. So when I came back from quarantine to go back to work I was mm-hmm. definitely in that same boat it was like what you mean I can't put on sweatpants and go to work right <laughs> right I'm confused how you gotta wear real shoes a- right <laughs> I've been living in my crocs did I even have crocs at that time I don't know I wish I had crocs. but yeah today we are t- <laughs> we are discussing shit talking exes talking shit about your exes or your exes talking shit about you i actually tenor tenorel or teneriel i'm trying to i'm not too sure how to pronounce her name forgive me ahead of time but we're gonna we're gonna say she's listening okay i'm gonna tag her we'll see okay (laughs) released a song recently called smear campaign and it inspired me especially since uh on this you know what? I'm not about to get that personal. Yeah. Um, Why not? You might as so, well. You're already here. Well, I mean, this trip I'm about to go on, I will be around an ex that has made that made it their life's work to talk shit about me. So mm. it uh, it resonated in another way. So I was like, oh, let's do an episode. So here <laughs> okay. we are, guys. <laughs> here we are, guys. Here we are in the future. So, Mac. Well, actually, uh, I guess we can first talk about like what you consider. Because I was asked this question actually, like, 
what is considered talking shit about an ex I would guess anything that's like negative yeah yeah what if it's true I think there is discussing maybe an issue that your ex had or you and your ex had in like your relationship with Mm -hmm. someone and there's talking shit about them yeah I feel like there's a way you can say that you know like just for example I have dated someone with substance abuse problems in the past you know Mm -hmm. they are it was a hard situation and it leaves me wary to jump into something else with someone else that is in that same situation Mm -hmm. like I feel like okay yes it's a negative thing and it's also a fact but you don't have to like tear the person down to let them know you know like right versus like my ex was a crackhead Right. And, you know, but on top of them being a crackhead, they want shit. And, you know, Lord. they six games a week. Like, we don't have to go that deep. We don't have to talk about those things. Okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I definitely think how you say what you're trying to say about your ex, mm-hmm. even if it is negative, is, is what makes the, the difference. Yeah, I definitely agree 100%. Like, they want it for no reason. There's no reason. Nobody asked yeah. you about this particular aspect of this particular person. You just need to get stuff off, off your chest, I guess. I don't know. I don't particularly do it that I know of. Like if we are categor- categorizing it as that, like there's a difference, like you mm-hmm. said, between telling a story and, and explaining something and that uh, aspect comes up and you explain it as a, as a matter of fact. But and there's a difference between that and talking about a person in a derogatory way and I'll tell stories but like I'm more I'm more now like I can't speak to like four or five six actually I can but now especially I'm more inclined to shit talk myself and who I was in that relationship than the other person okay that's good that's very like emotionally mature of you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what I know I know back I would say about five or six years ago like I wasn't like oh this is what I did but like I would my all my exes knew each other I guess I don't know whatever the fuck who I was dating usually tended to know the last two or three people like actually physically know the last two or three people that I dated and so odd so I wouldn't like you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have back then been like, oh, this is what I did wrong. Like, this is why, you know, that person may have done X, Y, Z, but like when they decided to shit talk my exes, I would be like, you don't know what that person been through. Like, don't do it. Like, you know what I mean? Because I do mm. know what that person went through and why, you know, they acted that way, whether it was because of me or not, you know, it was like, all right, we got to do that. I don't know if I've ever actively defended any of my exes. Really? Yeah, I don't think I like after we've not together. And mm-hmm. like, someone, let's say someone was talking about them. I'm not, I'm just not gonna participate, you know. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like, "Hey, this person's had a rough life." We've all had rough lives, <laughs> like, yeah. I but yeah. I I'm not gonna necessarily go down that road with you, to Kiki. Mm, let me let me not say that because I, I <laughs> live for a good kiki. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the person, I think. I'm shady, so 
Lord. If the shade is particularly good, I, I'll laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm human. I understand. Like, I, I'm not... I'm not too good to laugh either, especially if it's true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I don't feel that for yeah. sure. And I definitely feel like I had one ex that after a while, it was just like me and the friend group that we had that included him. Mm-hmm. It was always just like something new for us to talk about. Oh, no. So it was always giving like conversations up here. It wasn't like a whisper, 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 like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure he knew that we were talking cat shit about him, but oh no, he was. I don't. He just led a life that I don't think any of us understood, mm-hmm. and he was going through things that I don't think all of us understood at the time, and it didn't help that we didn't have necessarily the largest amount of empathy for him and his situations. Oh, no. It just seemed like he was just making a bunch of poor decisions after like poor decisions after poor decisions. So I'm not going to speak for nobody else, but I wasn't the best friend to him at that time. Oh, I was about to say, and nobody reached out to him and was like, bro, you doing dumb shit. Sit down. I, I don't know. Like he had people that were closer to him <laughs> than I. So maybe they were having side conversations that I was unaware of, but I also didn't need to be aware of it because that's not where my friendship level was with him at the time to be able to have that kind of... Now it's a much different story. Like if he was doing something and I was like, this seems to be destructive towards what what you've communicated to me. Yeah. Are your plans and your goals then? I would definitely like, okay, let's have a combo. Like what's going on? How are you feeling? But I think back then it was easier to say that because we were exes, I didn't have to take like his probably real pain was <laughs> like into the equation. It was just, you know, me. It was a lot of ego and a lot of self- Aww, selfishness. Yeah. I get that. So, yeah. So like I said, I don't think I actively defended anyone, but not everybody needs defense. True enough. I've, I can say that I've defended a couple of people that did not deserve it at all. Definitely did not. Yeah. I should not have gone out of my way to say, hey, maybe take into consideration X, Y, Z. I should have just let these people talk and been like, yo. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's like that. You be like, okay. I just don't have to actively participate. Like, I don't have to mm-hmm. egg it on and encourage it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when people like go out of their way, like it doesn't sound like either one of us are too firsthand about it but when people go out of their way for no reason not ask just need to talk shit why do you think that is i would say ego there's like ego because i I feel like talking about your ex in that capacity like how you're describing it is closer to the whatever pain you might have linked to your ex Mm -hmm. and because you're hurt you are lashing out in a way and it's your ego that's really hurt because for whatever reason y'all didn't work out. Now they are doing something which you feel like, okay, now this is my chance. Even if you're not consciously thinking like this, but yeah. you know, now this is my chance to get back at them and see they they not shit and they ain't never been shit. And I knew this and see if they had just listened to me when we were dating, it wouldn't be like this. And it's like, whatever they're going through, they're going through separately over there. So mm-hmm. whatever reaction you feel based off of what they're doing you need to examine it and figure out what's going on with you 
And if yeah. you focus more on you than focusing on talking about them, mm-hmm. you could get past this. And then you wouldn't even feel like, oh, I'm in a place where I need to be talking about them. It's one thing to talk shit about your ex to me and and they're talking shit about you or you hear them talking about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you can reciprocate, you know, blase, blase, <laughs> whatever. But if you just coming up at your, your neck with talking shit because you're bored and someone brought it up or even if no one brought it up, you're just sitting around with your homegirls or your homeboys and you're like, hey, look at such and such, you know. Let's look in their Instagram or let's go to their, you know, their Twitter and see what they're doing. Or I heard that such and such was doing this. And I feel like for those friends that bring it to you, you need to have a conversation with them. Oh, girl. With friends that are bringing you like the latest shitty tea about your ex. They are not being as helpful as they are. Or even if they're just trying to trigger you or whatever, you know, the list of reasons people do stuff like that. Girl. examine that okay and have a serious conversation about like oh if you're trying to help me it's not helping and if you're not trying to help me then we're obviously not really friends right why what are we doing i've had people like screen record stories of my exes like you know like instagram stories of my exes mm-hmm. to send to me and like screenshot posts that they've posted about you know the person they're dating or whatever, whatever, and send to me. It's like, what? Why? What makes you think that I want to see this, that I cared, that I needed for you to go out of your way to send me updates on someone I've never, not once asked you about? Right. Like the whole time when we were dating, I never asked you to update me about them. Why is that like your main goal in life now? Girl, it's weird. It's very weird. And even if it's not them bringing it to you, but if they're helping you feed into that, like examine that too. Yeah. Examine. I like that. Examine that. That's a good way to put it. Examine it. Yeah. Because misery loves company and they should want you to be down there in the dumps, in the gutter, doing that kind of stuff. That's that's Mm -hmm. not what your friend would want for you. Yeah. So if they're encouraging that behavior in you, examine that. <laughs> okay, so do you have any experiences with talking shit about an ex or ex talking you shit know about what? you? I was thinking about it because I'm like sitting here like thinking to myself like, I feel like you you're so not, Aquarius. You are not like an angel. What does that mean? I just feel like you're so like, I don't want to say rise above. That's not really the verbiage, but I feel like you're just so, even if you were bothered, you're not going to sit up here and do that. Like you might feel away, you might think away, but you're not going to ever let nobody like clock your reactions enough to be like, okay, this is what, how I feel. This is what I think. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I will say 8.7 times out of 10, I do not care. (laughs) I do not care what you're doing. I don't care all the time. What you, I just don't, even if you, even if somebody comes to me and they're like, Hey, your ex so-and-so said X, Y, Z about you, or Hey, they posted this and I'm pretty sure they're talking about you. Okay. Yeah. And First of all, Look, they didn't, they me. didn't, they didn't, right, exactly. If you really, 
at me. But like, seriously, though, the way I feel about it, especially with most of my exes, like they didn't know, pay attention or really for sure, like for serious, like me very much when we were together. So why do you think anything they say now that we're not and they have no toe placed in my life? Why do you think that I would give a shit? what they have to say at this point. All right. So like, no, like most of the time I just don't care. Now there are times my, my sister might send me something or like one of my friends might send me something um, about my exes and be like, did they look like this while y'all was together? And I'd be Ooh, like, rude. Rude. <laughs> like, mm. ah. But like, yeah. I mean, did your sister follow me? I don't think so. That's when I shaded me up. No, I feel like I look. Okay, and I might not about me. Okay. I might, I might, I might crack a little laugh or ten. Right, right, right. right. Um, and I might actually chuckle. answer the question because also I am the type of person where if I am with you, when I tell you you find it in Rihanna to me. And I don't really realize sometimes I have to snap out of it. Like we have to completely not be associated in any way, shape, form. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, well, that was interesting. Because <laughs> um, so I really like legit like when I if I like you, if I've mm-hmm. gotten so far as to like you, guaranteed, I have been able to notice or pick up on all of the wonderful things about you and they are wonderful enough to get me to the point where I, I like you uh, and so while I like you especially while I love you like I don't really have time for the other stuff like I, right, I mean right, if it's right. not harmful to myself or yourself or someone else it's not gonna it's not gonna you know uh, pull my attention and I feel like that's some of a lot of times that's a little stuff that people pick on like after we've broken up like it's like listen you didn't have no problem with my height when I was climbing your way you know what I mean like (laughs) I didn't know that was coming I'm just Uh, saying uh, no so yeah I um, I don't know I'm sure I've participated and I think I may have I'm I'm definitely sure I brought up you know one or two things but like I'm not about to go out my way if somebody else don't bring you up if somebody else saying, hey, what's up? Or with X, Y, Z, or hey, I saw this. You know what I mean? And even then, like I said, eight, about eight times out of 10, eight and a half times out of 10, I'm going to be like, I really don't care. Yeah. Please don't do this. I've, I've had friends that I've had to say, hey, I understand that you guys are friends. You guys came to be friends while we were together. But it would be the most wonderful thing in the world if you never brought her up to me again, because I don't care. That's yeah. usually my reaction. Okay. I, I I wish I had, you know, been able to get to that place sooner, I think. You know, I feel like sometimes I wish I could get to the places that other people could get because I know a lot of the reason why my reactions aren't the same as other people's reactions because I genuinely don't care. And there are a lot of emotions where I could only get so deep into them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before it's like, but most of the time, I just don't care. 
And I know there are certain aspects, especially while I'm still with a person where that not caring is restrictive. It has held me back from loving and being loved probably the way that it should have happened in certain cases, because I just don't care. It is very hard for me (laughs) to care about most things. Like if you are not family or like one of my closest friends that I consider family, Mm -hmm. I just do not care. It is very difficult. I don't care if you talk about me. I don't care if they talk about you. I just don't. I don't care if you hurt. I don't care if you know what I'm like. I just don't. I just don't. And like sometimes I wish it was easier for me to care. But there are a lot of times where I'm very grateful of the fact that (laughs) my switch is off 90% of the time. Be grateful. (laughs) Caring is not where it's at. Oh no. Back could, the <laughs> if I could walk around not caring, girl, I would much rather choose that than caring. I brought caring up. is only good when you're in a relationship, girl. Or you like it's it ain't the, even it ain't even good then at most times. Because most times you care about shit that you don't even need to really be caring about. <laughs> uh, and I, I brought that up to somebody else. Like I wish that my just lack of feeling an emotion on things. Sometimes I wish I could pass it on to other people. Mm. You know, the people that I care about, like when they're calling me and they're like, right, of shambles course. about things. And I'm like thinking to myself, <laughs> why do you even care? And I'm like, I wish I could take that. Why do you even care? And just transplant it from me to you so that you can't care because I don't like seeing people hurt. And it's like even worse when it's like stuff that they don't even really have to be like, don't even, why do you care? Why do you care? Can you fix it? No. Okay. Why do you care? Well, Can I you have fix a close it? Yes. Okay. Fix second, it. Shut up. I feel like. <laughs> I have a close second, I feel like, which is a piss poor memory. So mm-hmm. it just oh, helps because nice. I just forget. <laughs> nice. Is it forgetting or is it repression? Is it suppression? Are you forgetting genuinely? Or is your mind, body, and emotions saying this is too much? So instead of dealing, instead of going through, I am going to choose to go around. Uh, probably multitudes of all of that. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's like, oh, I'm just forgetting. And I mean, sometimes it's probably been suppressed or sometimes it's repressed and other times I'm just like genuine, genuinely, it wasn't important enough for me to remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it, I don't know. It hasn't let me down yet. If I can forget <laughs> it, I will. And some people are irritated by it because, it, you know, I was supposed to do something and I forgot. But when it comes to like dealing with exes, it's great because it, it gives me a nice little filter when I look back. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, or what like something jogs my memory because I don't necessarily like be looking back to look back, but I will be triggered by something and then be like, mm, "Why was I so mad?" <laughs> or like, <laughs> "What happened?" Like I don't remember. Just you know, I moved on, and 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 that might be my way of like helping myself move uh-huh. on since I can't uh, 
do I don't care or like nonchalance. Yeah, I feel like I don't know why I just feel like one of my exes would be like, no, nonchalance and I don't care is your capital name. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh well. If it is, it is. And if it All was, right. it was. I don't feel that way now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I've said on this show before that like I've had several people that I've been in a relationship with say yeah. some variation of I feel like I'm dating like a shell of a person. Like, I don't know who you are. Like, you don't feel anything like. <laughs> yeah. What sucks, though, is when I decided to put myself out there mm-hmm. and actually like not actually give myself to people and like show people who I was and like interact and let them in and and actually care. Like, oh, gosh. Time after time splatted in the face it's like (laughs) yeah that's not fun what about the other um end of the spectrum have it's not some have you ever had an well you said you do have a current ex that girl talks about you quite a bit what's not necessarily getting specific on anything but how do you deal with that i am more with this person specifically i'm more than aware of how they operate Mm -hmm. outside of the fact that I will say I do not care about what they have to say (laughs) this I mean for all intents and purposes a person is also an abuser Mm -hmm. mind specifically so I I know that it's not I don't take it personally I don't take it personally I don't see a reason to you're going to think what you think you're going to say, what you say and have been for, you know, a decade and some change. And that's fine. It doesn't affect me personally. It doesn't affect me in the ways that you want it to. And the knowledge of this is just another thing that I've gotten to a place in my life where you can't touch me about. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. talking about me doesn't do anything to me. Um, so I, I feel like when you are abused in any way in a relationship, there are so many ways that a person learns to get to you. And I take, I, I, I get peace in the fact that we're so far removed that this person no longer knows how to get to me. And okay. them talking about me is just not the way to do it because I do not care. Like, I don't care. Anybody you're going to say these things to that believes you is not someone that has any effect on my life. If they believe you and they are in my life in any capacity, then they won't be. Because now I see that they are in some way, shape or form like you and I don't want them in my life. You know what I mean? So with that case in particular, it's a little different, like I said, because of the circumstance of who that person is to me. So it's a little different. It's it's almost empowering, like I said, because there's just another thing that you don't know how to get to me with again. You know what I mean? Like you used to be able to get to me in multiple ways. But now there is no real way you can get to me. And this, of all things, talking about me is the the, the least, most successful way that you're going to get to me because I do not, I don't, I don't care. Sometimes like when I see, uh, if I see, because I am friends with a good bit of my exes and I see 
I'll see a post or something like that. And oh no, it's about me. A lot of times it's a chuckle because Mm -hmm. if I, if I'm saying, oh, I know this is about me, either one of two things there are happening. I know what they've said to me while we were together and their perception of things that I've done or things that I've said, and it's probably false. Or I know they're talking about me because it's fucking true and it's funny. So I'm going to laugh. But like, mm. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't really. Is that bad? I don't give a shit. I don't think it's bad, especially when there's trauma involved in it as well. Like, I think oh, you, yeah, yeah. you have to cope with it the best way you can to keep yourself from like going batshit crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? uh, I think you said a couple episodes ago or last episode that um, somebody you worked with was talking talking shit about you. Like, how do you do that? Well, I don't really have a whole lot of instances of me finding out Mm -hmm. that people were talking shit about me. I think in most cases, when I find out, anyway, it don't even have to be like an ex, but if anybody's talking about me, Regardless of what I say on here, I'm not super duper confrontational. Um, I'm not like, oh, let's box immediately. I don't know why people be trying to act scary with me, but I'm like, I'm not a scary person. I'm actually very sweet and I'm not trying to sell myself. This is not what it's about. Um, (laughs) But I do remember there was a girl at my job who misheard or misheard something I said. Like, she thought that I was speaking about her, and I wasn't. I was talking about somebody else because we were at work, and they were passing this phone around, and they had a picture of a, another coworker. Mm-hmm. And I made a rude comment. Um, and she had just recently, like, shaved her head. And she thought that I was talking about her. So when I walked away from the group, she talked about me. Mm. And one of my friends at the time came back to me and was like, you know, such and such was saying, you know, some unkind things about you. And I was super confused because I was like, where did this come from? I thought we were cool. Like, mm-hmm. so I just went up to her and it was so uncomfortable for me because it was like, I, I don't want to be having this conversation, you know, but at the same time, why are you speaking disparagingly about me? So I just asked her, I was like, did you say this? Did you say that? And she was like, I don't want to talk about this at work. And I was like, but you were just talking about it five minutes ago. I'm confused. Like, what's the problem? And she just was like, you know, you said, and I was, you said this. And I was just like, girl, I wasn't talking about you, but you obviously have had these feelings about me for quite some time. And you've just been keeping them to yourself. So Mm -hmm. It's good to know. And, you know, we don't have to speak anymore. I, mm-hmm. And that one really, I will say, took me off uh, by surprise because, like I said, I thought we were honestly cool, like building towards like a legitimate outside of work friendship. We had gone out to eat a couple times. We had shared mutual stories with one another. We were like, oh, OK, we have a lot in common and we've been shopping together. So I'm thinking that. This is the start of a cool little friendship. Oh, damn. And in fact, it was not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and to this day, it always makes me kind of like, okay, look at 
keep people at a little distance sometimes when I'm first meeting them because I'm like, I, you know, things could always go left. Mm. But that's how I dealt with that one. And like, and like you said, I think I did say this last week. I had an ex that was talking about me, and I found out. And I, and I, once again, that one was a little easier. I didn't feel like confrontational then. I just feel like maybe because I knew them better, and we had dated. I felt like I was well within my rights to cuss them out. Mm. So <laughs> that's what I said last episode. You a fighter without I'm not a fighter. <laughs> yeah, you are because you will definitely confront somebody. My thing is, okay. <laughs> the last thing I'm gonna do is chill. text you like or call you like, why did you say X? I don't even care. I don't even care. Your reason texting probably, I don't like because yeah. texting can get misconstrued. Oh, you Lord. can take too long to respond back to me. Oh, See what I'm no. saying? <laughs> Fighter without fight. I don't even no. want to know. I don't even want to know. On that I don't want to know if you're talking about me. I don't want to know why you was talking about me. I don't want to know what the hell made you say X, Y. I don't even give a shit. No, I, don't. I guess to me, it's always like, if I perceive us to be in a good space mm-hmm. and you perceive us to not be that way, but you know that I would probably perceive us to be in a good, why? Like, why do you not think, A, why you don't think it's going to get back to me? And B, why? Like, if you know... That if somebody asked me, like, oh, how are you in such and such? Like, how are you in V? And I was like, oh, me and V are cool. You know, like, she my, like, my little dog. That's my homie. Like, da 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 And, and I was like, man, I don't like that bitch. Right. Why? Why We ain't do cool that? right now. We ain't talking. <laughs> like, that part is what I struggle with. So I have to, yeah. like, I have to get the the wise answer from myself because oh, maybe something that. happened and I didn't know about it and yeah. now you're just reaction reacting off of something that I didn't know you were reacting off of I get that um it's probably also because I do that <laughs> so I'd be really sensitive to when people do it to me but like I said I've honestly have only maybe like those two cases and probably mm-hmm. that time in high school <laughs> we're in the McDonald's bathroom. It's not like I know I don't ever get a lot of like, oh, such and such is talking about you. Like if people are talking about me, they keep it under wraps, which is probably for the best. I don't need to know. <laughs> Cause I would be maybe then I really would be a fighter. You know, yeah. I would have actually I'm sure you would. I'm sure fought would. someone. I am sure. But Lord. It's a lot. It's just a lot to be talking about people and it just re-agitates old wounds, I feel like. Speaking from personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just re-agitates whatever healing that I've not done. Oh, Lord. I get that. Yeah. You don't have any self-care for the host? I mean... Um, oh. <laughs> I'm probably going to cut that out. Hold on. Uh-oh. I'm trying to get my thoughts together. <laughs> Uh yeah, do you have any self care for tips for when you're being you find out you're being shit talked about? Right, right. Or if you are shit talking people, if you find out that someone is talking shit about you, and it's actually someone that you care about or have care for, mm-hmm. I feel like it's okay to have a discussion. I'm not gonna say confrontation. Yeah, I can see that. But it's okay to have a discussion mm-hmm. for yourself. 
just to get clarity because you don't want to be out here thinking that y'all are cool or y'all are friends when that's not really the case so everybody that way then when you see them on the street you won't be surprised when it's on site damn Damn. um (laughs) i'm just saying i've never been on site with anyone but i kind of low-key let me not manifest that (laughs) <laughs> no, man, I don't even have the energy to maintain on site okay <laughs> I don't it requires too much but if you're out here talking about someone like I said earlier it, it it's a lot mm-hmm. I know that they hurt you I know that you're angry or all of the above but it's a lot and it you kind of get to a place to let it go. And if that's talking to someone, if that's like a therapist or talking to your friends or family and talking through it in a clean and healthy way Mm -hmm. versus it just being like, this person ain't shit, this person ain't shit, this person ain't shit. And this is why they not shit, Uh you know? And, And don't let people around you push you into that arena why you're still healing or even if you're not still healing even if you're over it don't let people push you into the real in the, the arena of like talking about someone because you're not really getting anything out of it and it's just making you look ugly at the end of the day if you care i mean some people don't care like me <laughs> <laughs> well i guess my self-care same as always you know Love yourself. And I think the ways in which you can love yourself in this instance would be, I guess, if people are talking about you, you know what's real, you know what's not real. Right. I I feel like giving someone else, in order to give someone who does not have your best interest at heart energy, you have to take it from yourself. Don't even give them the energy. Right. As far as if you if you out there trash talking your exes, like people for real, for real, why? What's the point? Love yourself. That energy, once again, could be spent on you because nine times out of 10, there is something about you that you don't like hidden within whatever it is that you're talking shit about them. About Right. Just like because they went out and got a new boo mm-hmm. and their new boo looks like they hit every branch oh on my the ugly God. tree before they hit the ground. You don't have to talk about it. Just because you see them out somewhere and they ashy ass ankles looking like Christmas Day in Canada. You don't have to talk about it. Oh my God. Mac on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was V's way of saying I was doing too much. Girl. <laughs> Okay. So guys, this new moon is going to be... Oh, oh, that's the full moon. (laughs) This month's new moon is going to be on the 19th. Okay. So it's a good time for a bunch of stuff. So I'm just going to go ahead and do how we normally do or... Yeah, how we normally do. So let's talk about the places. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. So let's talk about the placements first. The new moon itself is going to go into Taurus. Not the new moon, the moon itself. 
it'll be on the 19th to the sun will also be in Taurus. So it'll be a nice little double impact of Taurus energy. Mm-hmm. Also on the 19th, you're going to have Mars in Leo. So this is, I think, Mars's first time being in Leo in like a little minute. I think I read somewhere like 12 years or something mm-hmm. like that. So it was overdue. And then we're also going to get Gemini season. And that mm-hmm. happens on the 21st. Yay, Gemini's. I know a lot of great Gemini's. And when I say a lot, I mean one. And that one is my sister. So boom. Girl, I only know one, two. The rest of them crazy. <laughs> they are and I don't know why I thought I was like ooh she do an episode about the different zodiacs that we've dated girl but I don't know if I want to it let's do it we can run it run it <laughs> I don't run it last episode of the season we doing that oh. just the zodiacs yeah. ooh, let me tell you because the Gemini's they put me through it okay um, and the Cancers too ooh the summer babies where was that? Okay, yeah. So we're getting into Gemini <laughs> season. Okay, so with the moon being in Taurus, it marks the end of eclipse season. So no more retrogrades, no more eclipses. Well, no more retrogrades for a little while, but no more eclipses for the foreseeable future. Um, it's also going to be, like I talked in my last episode about Jupiter is going to be in conjunction with that. So it's going to bring a lot of blessings and a lot of like glorious moments to, you know, set up those springtime goals, even mm-hmm. to those uh, springtime deep cleans. I don't know if anybody else does that or had that going on in their household growing up, but this is when the deep cleaning begins. Uh, v is already ahead of the game. I am. <laughs> I didn't even know it. Look at that. So Mars being in Leo, Mars is obviously, you know, a feisty little planet. It's a lot of like aggression and stuff. So it was in cancer for the past two months. So it hasn't really been able to like really assert itself like it would like. So now that it's moving into Leo, it's going to be all systems green, all systems go. So look out for, you know, not putting on a big show just to prove yourself because it's going to be a lot of like power struggles and ego checking. Okay. You might feel ramped up, calm it down, take a second, breathe, think about it. It's outside season. So it's a lot of new things awakening. You want to be out there. You want to be seen. And then something might not go the way you want it to go. Or something might be like, Oh, I just need to do this and do that. Calm down, calm down. Bring it back to Earth, okay? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, I have the sniffles. Um, Gemini season. So outside of them being crazy, as V said, they're also very, like, flirty and flighty. So, you know, making up that dual personality, a lot of social butterflies. So those aspects within your own personality might get triggered and get boosted with that energy. So... Once again, just be careful. You know, it it causes for a lot of like chattiness and quick thinking and springtime socializing. So I will be second guessing and second looking at second looking at every person I meet now because I don't have time for it. I I want a calm summer. I know some people are starting that hot girl summer. That's not really my summer. I'm okay. I'm okay with having just like a a pleasant summer like i want to be outside a little bit 
52%. (laughs) I want those outside islands to be by myself. I'm just being honest. Um, But yeah, nothing too crazy. So good luck to all the rest of y'all that, you know, got big plans for the summer. Y'all gonna be out and about. Try to keep those um, aggressive Mars energy in check. Check your own charts to see where your Mars placement might be if you have a Mars placement um, so that you could like get grounded in your wheelhouse. But like I always say, guys, please read your own charts in general because these are just general readings and they might not specifically have anything to do with you. This might be a month where it's going to pass right by you. And you're going to be super great. And I wish that for for everyone. I do. I wish that for, I wish that for myself. Um, so yeah, make sure you read your own charts, do your own tarot readings, get into your own astrology, even if it's just for fun. You know, it's just for shits and giggles. Just, you know, it might enlighten you on some things. But that has been this month's Mac on the Moon. Short Mac on the Moon. Song suggestions. So this is... <laughs> I'm so You want to go first? Sure. I don't, I I didn't know what I was doing. Um, It was my thought process for this song list this week was that if I found out that somebody was talking shit about me, what kind or if I found out like the ex was talking shit about me, what kind of music would I play to them? You know, if we were at a club <laughs> and we were on two I have to paint a scenario. Okay. I know. Uh, we were on at a club and we were on like two different sides of the club. And you know, let's say the DJ was my homeboy or homegirl. Yes. Um, and I was like, oh, I got something for that ass. Okay. I'm about to light them up. Okay. Now that we're all there, these are the songs <laughs> I face. <laughs> um, no shock to anyone. It was a lot of Beyonce. Okay. She got three on here. I did Irreplaceable. That's a I good one. I did Best Thing I Never Had. And I did uh, Sorry. Okay. 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 Then we got Problems by Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Ariana. I'm sorry. No, I'm not a Swifty, but sometimes she'd be having bops under her belt. Uh, we Are Never Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift. Then I did uh, Fireburn by Nicki Minaj. Oh, yes. <laughs> then I did No Reply by Mahalia. Mahalia? I never know how to say her name. Mahalia, I think. Mahalia. Oh, and then I did Needed Me by Rihanna because that's Damn. what you did. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and then last but not least. Took one of mine. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> last but not least, Pick Up Your Motherfucking Feelings by Jasmine. I almost did that, but I knew. <laughs> I knew you was doing that one, so I didn't. Yes. Because pick it up and get the. And then after that, your sorry ass would try to send me a drink. And I would be like, Lord, I'm going to drink it. <laughs> I can. The, the drink did not do anything to me, but, you know. Well, I, I, I think I mostly stuck with songs that are 
shit talking their exes. Well, the smear campaign song uh, by Tenorell is the first one on here. Um, and that one's about um, an ex uh, talking shit about her, I believe. And Stay There by uh, Xavier Omar, which is a regular to these lists. It's uh, <laughs> basically about, you know, we broke up a stay your ass over here since we right. broke up. Keep my name out your mouth. I'm bothered by Omarion because that's me. The king. And speaking of kings, we got one. We got yes. one of the kings of shit talking your exes. And that's Justin Timberlake. Uh, cry me a river. Cry me a river. He has other songs. I feel like he was singing about this this one relationship for a decade. Right. You know, cry me a river is the only one that I really felt needed to go on this list. Um, I did do needed me uh, by Rihanna, but I'm gonna Mm -hmm. scratch that out. Okay. The other, (laughs) the other king of shit talking your exes, Drake. I did cameras. By him first. And then I did the coup de gras, Diamonds Dancing, which is not about love, breakup, none of that. It's not. The last (laughs) minute and a half, he is talking shit. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Because I pulled it up. Uh, (laughs) Listen. Hold on. Let me start. You doing me dirty. I'm reading the lyrics. (laughs) You doing me dirty. But that M word can't save your soul. Yes, I don't like saying that word. It makes me feel weird. Doing me mm. dirty. Haven't even heard from you. How can you live with yourself? Ungrateful. Your mom should be ashamed of you. Mm. Ungrateful. I'm too good for you. You should go back to him. Perfect match for you. Unstable. Doing me dirty. You're making me nervous. You look drained. You look exhausted. Girl, them late nights ain't good for you. Really starting to show on you. Don't hit me up when it's good for you. Ungrateful. I was waiting for the snaps. I was waiting for the snaps. <laughs> She's snapping. You y'all can't hear it because I can't hear it. But yeah, it's like there. Yes, he's he's the king of talking shit. Right. A word. A poet. <laughs> His ministry. Lord. So so diamonds dancing is definitely on there. Living Foul by Ro Timmy, uh, which is, you know, clearly him talking shit. Um, Mm -hmm. I Wish I Missed My Ex, also by Mahalia. Oh, yeah. I feel like I had did that one already. So I was like, really? I feel like I've done I Wish I Missed My Ex on a random show. I remember. I I, I could, you know, I could see it. I know I've done it before, but I don't think Mm. I've done it this year. Um, And last but not least, Without Me by Fantasia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, girl. Anyways, guys, this is season three, episode 12. Uh, 12. 12. Episode 12 of Case of the A's podcast. And thank you guys, everybody, for rocking with us this far. Mm-hmm. Um, we would actually really love, I think we got like, I think our next like four or five shows are just strictly you guys' ideas. So absolutely love it please continue if you have any questions comments concerns suggestions um if you want to virtually smack me in the face or whatever um i mean it's cool they can't hurt me for real for real not through the screen you know nobody knows where i live so there's that um (laughs) we are case of the x pod on twitter case of the x podcast on insta grizzle and if you want to shoot straight to the heart we are case of the x podcast at gmail 
com. Please remember there is an X. Um, I mean, there is an E at the end of the, and there's another E at the beginning of X. So if you're just sending things to case of Dex podcast <laughs> at gmail.com, it's not going to get there because that ain't us. <laughs> Are people really out here doing it? It's happened. It's happened. Um, I've gotten, like, I got a uh, DM one time, like I sent y'all an email and you never responded. And I'm like, the emails come to my phone. The emails okay. come to my phone. <laughs> Where did you send this? Get a screenshot and it's case of Vex. All right, guys, listen. There is an E at the end of the. I even do it sometimes when I'm logging into our uh, accounts. I do, I, I might miss the E. So it's understandable. So I just wanted to point that out, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, case of the X at gmail.com for our email guys but we really love to hear from you we always address it whether directly or um indirectly we always address what you guys Mm -hmm. say um and send us some stories we haven't gotten stories we've gotten you know hey you should talk about this or have you guys talked about this stories yeah give us some stories we haven't had one in a while let's hear you talk about Um, your exes (laughs) or the things you heard your exes or the soon to be exes whatever whatever right right let Um, us know if you've got to break up let us know if you want to break up with the show logic no lord i do i live will, in chaos you think we'll we'll break okay she is she's volunteering to break up break up with that person for you yes for i am, you through yes, the I show. am. that's a new one I that's a new one okay maybe we'll just have no. one episode solely where we're Fuck just love. breaking up no, with <laughs> wow Okay, uh, guys, let me know if that's something you're interested in. If you're interested in Mac breaking up with your exes for you, I would not mind. Uh, I will do it. There it is. You heard it here, folks. Mm-hmm. How All you want right. to set it up? I can FaceTime him. I can send him a well-worded email or text message if you need me to go on Instagram Live. I don't know about that one. That's a lot. But um, however, you do a live show one day. You want to do said a this live before. show, so ain't no we. You want to do a live show? Live show so I bad. think that would be cool. You don't think that would be cool? Y'all, let me know how y'all feel about a live show. Okay, I Ooh. might consider it based off what y'all said. <laughs> we need at least five responses. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.